A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Hello, signers. This week we are doing something a little bit different. It's our first ever swap cast industry term. We sat down with previous guest Aliza Kelly and recorded an episode of her podcast, Stars Like Us, where she interviewed the three of us. We had so much fun being a part of Aliza's book event for her new book, starring you we were so happy we could record an episode of her pod while she was here in la so check out her book and check out her podcast on our podcast um but just wanted to to let you know if you're like oh why isn't this like what's your sign it's because it's not what's your sign it's stars like us uh but it's all of us so you'll enjoy it regardless uh so without further ado we present to you stars like us thanks enjoy this episode Welcome back to Stars Like Us. I'm your host, Aliza Kelly. So today's episode, episode 21, is very special. And the reason it is so special is because it is a an episode that you're not just going to hear and experience here on Stars Like Us, but you're also going to hear an experience on What's Your Sign?, which is another astrology podcast. And in today's episode, I actually interview the hosts of What's Your Sign. So this is like some host on host shit going on. Um, A few weeks ago, at the time of this recording, 
I had an event for my new book starring you and it was in Los Angeles at the Barnes and Noble and the host of What's Your Sign um, uh, moderated the event and it was so fabulous and so much fun. So in this episode, you're going to hear us talking about that. You're going to hear some personal experiences that the ladies of What's Your Sign have had with astrology um, in immersing themselves in, in this content without themselves being astrologers. I want to add that I actually think that their role um, in the rhetoric is really important. And it's, it's so reflective of so many of our experiences. Um, so what happens before you're an astrologer, right? You, you are interested in astrology. You care about it. You talk about it with your friends. You don't need to assume a title in order to to care and to study and to appreciate astrology. Um, most of us, I hope all of us who also assume titles in whatever esoteric practice we're working in, have spent the majority of the time caring about it separately from just wanting to have a label on what we do or how we define ourselves. The point of all of this is to be able to enjoy it and to appreciate it and to create a discourse that um, makes sense and feels good and most of all is validating for whatever you're going through, whenever you're going through it. So suffice it to say, I think that the What's Your Sign podcast does a really great job at explaining and talking about astrology um, in a way that's super accessible and emulates so much of the experience of learning and studying and just having fun with these these really old <laughs> concepts. So this episode is also going to be available on What's Your Sign? Um, so if you can't get enough of it, listen here once on Stars Like Us, listen again on What's Your Sign? And enjoy. I, I think you guys are going to like I think you guys are really going to love this conversation, and I love you all very much. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Stars Like Us. This is a very, very special episode because not only am I based in Los Angeles, which is not usually where I record, but I'm also not even at home. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in a studio. I am sitting on a very cozy couch, drinking an espresso, about to eat a scone, not with the microphone, because that would be rude to everyone's ears. And I am with the lovely ladies from the famous podcast. <laughs> wow. What's your sign? Um, thank you all for I guess letting me be here in yes. your space for this really special episode swap that we're doing yes, yes. Welcome. Yeah. thank you <laughs> please come into our space yes <laughs> so uh, the way that i always start my episodes is by getting to know you guys um what you do who you are your sun moon and rising um there's three of you so yes. i think that we could also even talk about you guys individually as well as like who is What's your sign? Who is the entity of this podcast when you guys all come together? Speaking of which, have you guys done the chart for what's your sign? Yes, we, I have it. 
I have it saved. I did it as our birth time as the the time we released the first episode. Yeah, that's like a baby being born. Yes, we are an Aquarius. Uh, hang on, I'll pull it up. Keep ta- talking well, about yourself. Well, we that's also- Julia. I'm Lisa, and I'm Stevie, and we did get. Um, and we are. What's, what's your, your sign? sign? <laughs> <laughs> the, pod- the podcast for astrology lovers. And haters, because we're not afraid. Uh, but we did do a sinistry chart reading from like, I, dude, I can't remember who it was. It was some girl in like Switzerland. Remember early on? We yeah, was awesome. yeah, we got like a sinistry chart reading just to see like our vibes together. Um, so that was, I mean, it was long. It was like a 40 page PD. Yeah, it was really, really hard. It was on really it. hard. Uh, yeah, and really she long. did wait all, all three, three of us. She did all three of us and then talked about us together. Okay, I was right. We are a Gemini rising. Oh, thank oh God. amazing. Thank God. Perfect. Uh, aqua moon, sun, moon, mercury conjunction uh, in the 10th. Oh, wow. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me, ladies. MBD, uh, something I thought was interesting that I always forget about this is uh, the Taurus and Scorpio 6th uh, and 12th houses are intercept. That's interesting. Yeah. Let, let and me take a look at this. <laughs> I mean, wow. That is a 10th house stellium if I've ever seen one. That's our baby. I never realized that we were also a Sag Mars. Oh, I didn't that's know that. That's me. So cute. That's Everyone's you. represented. Oh, Everybody is represented. So I, I love a Gemini rising for a podcast because Gemini is obviously all about communication. Aquarius is all about dissemination of that communication. So you guys are golden. However, be careful with Mercury retrograde stuff because yes. with the Gemini rising, you're feeling that extra hard mm. in a Mercury ruled chart. Mm-hmm. I think too, like that, like that Gemini with three, just being that, like finding that that three energy and sinistry, and just like I, I don't, know, I couldn't imagine doing this alone like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm admire people who like have like you who have like solo independent businesses or or I don't know I just like I'm such a projector I like I need like energy of other people so I'm just like I think I'm really thankful our baby's a Gemini rising yeah. that's so cute <laughs> yeah I in I think that a lot of maybe listeners of stars like us will know that I started an astrology dating app in 2013 and I did that with a business partner. So for the first business that I had, I had someone who I was, I did a podcast with her and we were working together super, super closely. Oh wow! And when then I started on my own, I really felt the solitude of being and I'm also like an only child so Mm -hmm. I was like I'm back to being lonely again Mm -hmm. but the good thing about working in the space and having an interview based podcast is that you do get to talk to people a lot yeah you still get people it's just not like in your face all all the time but on your own terms of like when you want to take in people or when you don't want to take in people or when you want to like reflect back on your own craft and like do more intuitive diving because it's like I don't know if we've talked, but even just like looking, no matter how many times you've looked at your chart, I feel like there's always just something new that pops out like every fucking time I look at it. And it's just like, oh, cool. I'm never done staring at this wheel. Got it. Never, ever <laughs> done. <laughs> OK, so let's introduce the three of you. And why don't we start to my right with yes. the Sagittarius? Yes, this is me. I'm Julia Loken. I am a Libra rising Sagittarius sun Capricorn moon. Boom. And and uh, my favorite color. No. Uh, <laughs> how did you how did you find your way into astrology? I 
did I wouldn't have thought this until I was talking to another friend of mine. Um, I like I feel like I've downplayed how much I really have been into astrology for like my whole life. Not I think because I judge myself for not being a like an astrologer for my whole life or being like only knowing about sun signs. So I'm like, oh, I wasn't that into astrology because I didn't learn more. But I like always was reading about it anytime we were at I think we've talked about this but it's like anytime I was at a bookstore I was looking up something about astrology I've always talked to my friends about astrology that which was brought to my attention by an, an old friend who was like oh it totally makes sense you're doing this you've always been into it um but my my last job I was a, a personal assistant for um a children's acting teacher another Leo um and she was very into astrology and that was when I first learned about like mercury retrograde and that's what kind of was the gateway to learning there was more to know about it uh and then I've just always liked talking about it with people and Lisa specifically so that was how we got here <laughs> fascinating Lisa hi I'm Lisa Taurus sun cancer moon Taurus rising um I am a stand-up comedian. I some days still don't know if I like astrology. It, um, <laughs> it changes every day. I That's find, very cancer mood. <laughs> <laughs> I find something different every day. I think initially my relationship with astrology was like finding whatever horoscope said exactly what I wanted to hear and then like spending an hour doing that and then stopping looking at like just stop. Oh, okay. It told me to stay in. I don't have to leave. Great. I'm going to do that. Um, now I think I'm, I mean, I'm obviously much more open-minded about it. Um, my mom threw me like a tarot and astrology themed birthday party at 13. Really? Really hated that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprise party. But w weren't you religious growing up? Um, somewhat, yeah. But your mom threw that party for you? I was more religious than my family. Oh, yeah. interesting. I, I, I like wanted to lead church retreats and stuff and my mom was like, sure, go ahead. Like, yeah, we, we have like a background in Christianity, but you're doing your own thing. Um, but yeah, so um, that was like an entry point, I guess, for me. I It wasn't something that I was excited about, but I now looking back, I'm like, that's pretty cool. Oh, fascinating. That is cool. Uh, hi, I'm Stevie. I'm a Taurus sun and an Aries moon and a Cancer rising, and I fucking love it. Uh, <laughs> but no, I mean, I do. I mean, I think, Julia, what you said, like, really resonated in a lot of ways of, like, and I think we've talked a little bit about this, Aliza, with just, like, oh, am I really into it because I'm, like, one of these other, like, thousands of trolls that like knows my sun sign and like that's it but like since being a kid I've like always known I was a Taurus my mom like planned for me as best she could to be a Taurus and my brother she didn't want to be pregnant in the summer and she wanted two more earth signs she's a Virgo so me and my brother are six days apart four years later but she I think I just knew that these were the she wanted the qualities of earth people uh which is weird but also Virgo very cultivating uh so was she like was she nervous about Aries or Gemini energy coming in? Um, I think weirdly both. I was due as an Aries and my brother was due as a Gemini, but we somehow that Virgo made sure we were both born wow. in, in early May. That's so, fucking precision. I know. I don't, I don't really, I don't really know. I think she just wanted the earth. She was married to a water sign for so long and now she's been with my earth stepdad for longer than that. And I think it's just like needing the no bullshit Kind of, but again, we we actually had her on our Patreon, and she's a air 
a Sag Moon Gemini rising. So it was just like, uh, it's like all these things you don't like are there in you. And I think that's what I like about even the more we've learned with astrology through doing the podcast is like, oh, all this stuff about our past and present and the people we love and the people we hate and like all of those sorts of things are just here. They're like all in us. Like they're all in us to varying degrees and certain things or people can set them off more than others. And it's, and we've talked about it on our pod of just like, it just helps you like behave with other people better if you like can use it for that purpose where I was definitely like, yeah, I'm a Taurus and that's why I'm a, I think in college and when I was less evolved, just like, and that's why I'm stubborn. I have to have it my way. And that's okay. Like, that's okay. That's who I am. And it was like, yeah, that's not like a good thing to like <laughs> lean into. Like, why not lean into the, I mean, even finding out cancer rising, like blew my bull brain of like, oh, I do care about how other people feel and how the room's <laughs> feeling. Like, I don't think I do start crying, but all the, you know, stereotypical things, but yeah, doing the pods really, I don't know if it's like this like authority stamp of like feeling like, oh, well, the, it's like putting in the hours like, oh, the more I talk about this, the more I feel like comfortable expressing how much it does or has meant to me. Too. I think that's something we've all definitely experienced too. like having to take a topic every weekend and learn about it and it's and having to teach it, which is, again, learning. Mm-hmm. So I think we've all like really, really grown since we started. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So uh. what is the process for you guys picking your episode themes? Because obviously there are certain themes that are going to be just very timely mm-hmm. cancer season. Um, you guys just released an episode on that. Yes. Um, but then things like progressions mm-hmm. and um, more sort of nuanced and com- like decans. Uh-huh. Like how do you guys come up with these topics? I think we started off as kind of like, oh, this seems like the order you need to learn things in in order to give you context for those more nuanced esoteric subjects. And I think it just kind of like, I think at first the idea was like going in order. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I think the more that we learned, it was kind of like, I'm very much a, I like going in order and being like, Oh, you need to learn this so you can really understand this and like doing it in the steps unbeknownst to me i realized that uh the books the the only way to learn astrology kind of go in the way that we set it up it wasn't intentional but it was like oh yeah this i'm glad that makes sense but then i think it was just kind of like if we found something that interested us like letting go a little bit of what order it's supposed to go to and just be like well we're we're interested in this and then i i think it each one ended up being like a very prescient topic for us, whatever, whatever we were going through, because it was like, oh, wow, I'm really in a space to be able to understand this mm-hmm. topic differently than I would have. It doesn't necessarily go next here, but like, oh, I need this actually opens a gateway to this other thing. So now when we do do an episode on that, I have this other frame of reference. And- yeah, I, I used to have um, as an offering. I would, you know, do sessions like uh, not sessions, lessons. That's what I would do. I would do lessons and people could book their lesson as if it was a session. And then I had a couple that were kind of weird experiences because they would say, yeah, I've been studying astrology for five years. You know, I really want to learn about like 
um, minor aspects today. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be like, okay, great, let's get started. And then only to discover that their foundation of the planets actually wasn't that strong. Mm. Their foundation of the signs wasn't even that strong. They knew maybe their chart, but holistically they didn't, there wasn't enough um, infrastructure to really be able to build on because you need to know what the foundations are you need to know the fundamentals before you can start adding all of these other layers on top of it or else it gets really confusing Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there in the astro world and i think um i think the natural star when we first launched our little aquarius baby was just like okay like planets like let's just like go over the meaning symbology of that and then it was like okay obviously like houses aspects like these things that are like the the foundation of like reading a chart or something like that but now you know now that we've like hit into like our one year anniversary and we're going longer it's like okay like yeah it makes sense to do like a cancer episode in cancer season but also like we're not done learning about cancer as a whole and we're we're probably gonna go back to the planets and like recap like Mm -hmm. i don't see any topic being like and that's done like we're (laughs) never gonna talk about mars ever again and i think it is not necessarily fun but like say like when the big Venus retrograde moment happened, it was like, oh, okay. Like it's asking us to talk about this now because this is something we're all probably feeling in some way or another. So like, let's talk about it. And that episode ended up being a a very ranty uh, (laughs) episode about everyone who's wronged us before, Um, (laughs) which was fun, which is fun. That is so Venus retrograde. It was fun and therapeutic. And it was like, it was, I think what Julie's saying is like, what's ever calling to us now. And sometimes, yeah, like taking on a weird asteroid that like, does it really play a part in your day-to-day maybe not but there's something in our conversation with like uh the the history or even just what we did that day because we always start our episodes with us just just recapping like hey girl been a while what was your wake like oh my god my neighbor like threw lemonade off the balcony and like hit me like we're gonna talk about ourselves in the beginning because that's what I think astrology should be about talking about yourself. Like we don't get to, we've, and our fans have talked to us about this. We don't have many spaces to talk about ourselves in a way that doesn't come off selfish or like, Oh my God, save it for therapy or like, you know, whatever. It's like, no, no talking about yourself. As long as you can share the space for other people too, is like so good. So I want to ask a question from that, um, which is that I, when I was, I think I was listening to one of your episodes or the episode that I was on, let's be honest. It's a great, it's a great episode. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. Elise was on our pod before. Check out our old app. Yes. We'll, we'll put a link. We'll put a link. Thank you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was, I was looking at all of the amazing reviews that you guys have. And then I was looking at some losers oh, who yeah. wrote reviews being like, these girls don't know what they're talking about. Do you guys have to deal with that kind of pushback often is that just like i mean there's trolls out there all the time i've tried to pay them very little mind Mm -hmm. but do you guys have you had to deal with people being like well you guys aren't astrologers like how dare you talk about astrology Um, i thought you're gonna say i tried to pay them off like please leave me (laughs) (laughs) please go just here's five if i venmo you five will you just like fuck off um i don't know i think that um because we're in the entertainment world we're used to it a little bit more and like for me specifically i feel like doing stand-up and getting feedback all the time of like 
like in stand-up feedback that you get is like people not responding which is kind of worse where it's like i feel like i'd rather you hate it than not laugh yeah or like i'd or or like feel apathetic or nothing and of course that doesn't mean i enjoy seeing that or like it but it's also everyone has their own experience with stuff like this so yeah i'm not an astrologer i'm not i'm a comedian Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's what makes our podcast different. Mm-hmm. When it's funny, I that's as a comedian also that makes so much sense of like the oh I'd rather hear something bad because at least when someone's saying something bad, they're giving you information about their worldview and that sort of thing. So a lot of those again, yeah, we, I don't like that we have bad reviews, but a lot of times the person leaving the review ends up like admitting that you just didn't read the description correctly of our podcast where it's or, like or yeah. you just you you're just real sensitive about your sign being talked shit right. on or yeah. you're just an asshole yeah, yeah. exactly so it's like <laughs> it's like it makes it easier not that uh it's easier to be like oh okay well we wouldn't no matter what i did you probably wouldn't like the content that i create because this is who you are as a person or whatever so like we're i'm never gonna get you i'm never gonna win you over so i can't take well, that what makes yeah. me more angry than anything else is someone pretending that they are an expert in a field when they're not oh also mm-hmm. where's your podcast right yeah. i would <laughs> love to listen right yeah, exactly. i'm sure it's great That's I, like- th- I think that you know the fact that you guys are creating a story over your experience working with this material applying it to your lives you know seeing what checks out and what doesn't check out reflects everyone's experience when they're exploring astrology nobody is born an astrologer that is ridiculous at any point if any of you guys decided that you wanted to become an astrologer you would be welcome in as astrologers you know but as people who are enthusiasts and fans of this work and of astrology and all of the offerings that is the experience of of being curious Mm -hmm. and learning about anything so i i find it more infuriating when someone who you know i know people who i had sessions with and six months later they are charging three times the amount that i would ever (laughs) dare to charge for a private session and i'm like baby like you didn't know what saturn was you know like that's rude and unethical yeah Yeah. and you're trying to charge cash right saturn Saturn would be shaking that head that is really unethical and i think that your podcast your approach your perspective is actually extremely refreshing and honest which is rare these days. Yeah. Well, we Thank we you. also just can't help it. I think we just I couldn't imagine being any other way and I think too like going back to like the the shithead reviews not to give them too much time but like I saw one. I mean cuz we well we read our good reviews on air to like just to like get in touch with the people because we have a huge like Facebook group. We reply back. I mean, don't waste our time, but we'll reply back to like things that like if there's questions or things or like just saying hi or like, oh, I live in this part of the world. But some were like, oh, they like seem to get a lot wrong, especially about my time, but their memes are on point. And I'm like, dude, where do you think we're getting the yes, information info. to yeah. create this? I also meet me- like it's like this is coming from the same source, which is just are basically kind of social science Kinsey study of meeting people talking about the signs also like meeting astrologers reading books going online do just sampling we're, we're not afraid to sample a little bit of everything and that's where it comes from we're not like making just memes of like uh, 
Aquarius aliens, right? It's like, no, we get like, oh, Taurus stubborn. Okay, we get like lazy. It's like, no, like I feel like there's so much more nuance that like you only can get with astrology by just talking to as many people about their chart in depth as possible and you just pick up on things that you would have never known about like a leo or like anything like that we also bring three different perspectives too where yeah. it's like um like i do a lot of like work and meditation both of these gals like read a lot read a lot and do a lot of like self-help work and therapy and like so it's like we all have different perspectives and different like styles of advice or you know what whatever mm-hmm. media that we consume everything so it's yeah it's gonna be a little different from each of us so, Lisa, when you said that you're still on the fence about astrology, what does that mean? Some days I'm just like, I just, I just can't. I, it's like, I can't, there, I am a person that likes to figure it out. And sometimes you just can't do that. So it's like when someone dies, I'm always searching for like, but why? And like, what? And it's like, you can't use astrology for that. So sometimes I have to tell myself, like, you have to shut it off like you can't look at it you can't like you can't sit there and be like oh is the sun like conjunct you know you can't do that you have to process what you're going through and so for me I think sometimes it can become unhealthy to think oh I, I fi- I'm starting a new job I have to figure out exactly what what words to say and all this stuff I have to really like scale back and that even if it, it, it can be predictive I can't predict my own future I have to live my life so it more on a personal level of like, I can't be consuming this all the time. I can't use this as my lens because you feel like if you didn't put those boundaries on, you would. I would just, I think I would sit there and stare at it all day and like on my mind would unravel, you know, that I would just be like, oh, it's a, every time the moon crosses this degree, you know what I mean? It would just, I would feel is someone else going to die? Is is someone going to leave me? Am I going to lose a friend? It's like, just chill, you know? Yeah, I think that astrology should not be used like that. You no, know, it should yeah. But I, my mind goes there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that that brings up a good point. Um, you know, I like all of you guys get, I'm sure, these like very desperate DMs. <laughs> Um, periodically, especially right now during eclipse season, which I do not fault anybody for, but when it's not eclipse season and they're still coming in, it's questionable. (laughs) And it's like, what should I do? What time should I do this? When should I, should I like every single minute detail, but you're going to live your life Mm -hmm. and then you're going to come back and see what was going on. I would rather apply astrology retroactively than um in a predictive way i'm the same way i'm the, for sure i'm the same um to heal this, this time's been uh heavy this like cancery eclipsey mar like just all this energy and i mean love susan miller i feel like i love reading her like old-timey recaps of like that are just very in-depth but like after the like i love an after the fact check-in where i'm like wow sh- down to the date i see like down to the time like it's just it's I, uh, the reflective tool of astrology is really heavy and, I, and I'm sure you get all the time with like compatibility and taking jobs and should I like I know it's mercury retrograde but I need life-saving surgery should I get it and it's like yeah yeah, duh. yeah <laughs> my god please please get life-saving surgery well yeah. I think that goes to the idea of like people's misconceptions about astrology mm-hmm. too of like 
um, the idea that people think that we're saying like, oh, the planets are like doing this to us or like that we mm. don't have free will or that we're not like that everything is predetermined or uh, you can only do certain things and other things won't be faded as opposed to it being the condition of what's happening it's not it's not who is doing the the happening it's what's happening around your own actions so i think it makes much more sense when you're like looking back retroactively where you're like oh i couldn't see that there were these kinds of clouds in the sky when that thing was happening but here now that makes sense as to why i couldn't see correctly out of my windshield but i was so busy driving i couldn't see those things yes exactly and i when i work with myself when I work with clients, I tend to sort of give milestones as opposed to say this, you know, I just was in a session today and someone has a big job interview tomorrow and it's eclipse season. So we know that everything is really high stakes right now. So I said, listen, if this is the right job that you're supposed to get, you're going to get it. If this is not the right job, you are not going to get it. And it is like, you know, it's as binary as that right now, mm -hmm. but trust that in this moment, things are happening for a reason and we may not have the answers yet, but we know that things happening during eclipse season matter. So, you know, if it works, it's supposed to work. If it doesn't work, it's not supposed to. Mm -hmm. I think for yeah. me, the thing is that I always think it's my fault. So then I'm like, oh, well, I didn't do the right thing in the interview. I can never, I can never say that, oh, it was, it was pre like, I wasn't supposed to get it. I'm always, I didn't do it. And but it's, then with those things that didn't work out well, when you look back. It's super unhealthy, of but course. But when you look back, are you like, I'm so glad that these things didn't work out? Or in time past that, you're like, well, I really, I blew it. <laughs> eight, <laughs> eight years ago, I really blew my life. <laughs> I don't think I think about it that much. I think I'm more, I'm more future focused. I don't think I, I can definitely look back at times and see but i i don't think i'm really like oh yeah like I, i'm thinking of a job that i applied for when i first moved to la which is something i think i'd be really good at now um but i don't think i needed it so it's just in the moment you feel like it was something that i did that i screwed up i can't i'm not good enough they i didn't answer the phone the first time they called or you know what i mean where it's mm. like it's me yeah I think the the way that astrology has really healed that anxiety for myself is realizing that you are always going to be you. And those situations are not deal breakers. If it was the right position, if it was the right opportunity, it would have worked out. But if it had worked out all those times ago, you wouldn't be here right. today. So everything that. is like a domino effect. Butterfly effect, yeah. baby. See, this is where I love uh, having an Aries moon and Gemini Mercury. I have no memories. Like, <laughs> I don't have any. I like, it's just like, just the dust is just like f like fluttering yeah. around for better word. like I wish my memory was better but I just I wish I could like even have that like reflect like quality I of, feel like, like I'm the opposite end of that where I love I love thinking about everything as it being like and that was the moment that turned the thing I can look back and be uh, like well, that's if great it wasn't storytelling that, yes exactly I love I love that it's a story I love being like and this person little bit I had no idea at the time but before <laughs> 
before I went out, like my favorite ones are like, before I left my house that night, I said, oh my God, what if I met this person tonight? And then I met that person tonight. And then it was like, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, I'm totally all about that shit. Oh my God. Yeah. I think that I also am, I'm like that Julia, because I am always thinking of, you know, in the moment we only have so much vision and going back to sort of taking that metaphor astrologically we have the personal planets that we work with on a day-to-day basis, but we don't work with the outer planets on a day-to-day basis. We can't really know what even Jupiter is up to, which is the planet of fortune Mm -hmm. because it is too, you know, it's working on the, it has much broader strokes. We can only really deal with like Mercury's communication and the moon's emotional baggage and all of this as it goes. But all of these outer planets, these bigger themes these longer term stories are still unfolding every day. It just takes time to understand what they were saying. Mm -hmm. And we can only see so much in front of us. And then when we look back and we're like, and little did I know that the (laughs) very next day, someone was getting fired from that position and I was going to get it. Have you seen the new Godzilla movie? Yeah. No. So (laughs) it's one of the things in the Godzilla movie where it's like the, Godzilla is fighting this other monster and you think it's all just chaos but it's like the monster's actually an alien that's not supposed to be on our I'm sorry spoiler I'm Whoa. sure spoiler. I know you were gonna see it but it's that same thing where it's like this this benefic or whatever like a good force good that monster is a good monster that's like stomping and it, they're gods or whatever but it's like they're stomping all over human stuff and and you're like why 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 and it's like oh they're fighting something that you don't know they're fighting something that you can't you didn't know that this thing existed or whatever the ticket sales from the astro fan for godzilla just (laughs) shot yeah yeah wait for netflix i just found that uh do you guys know about the two and three dollar theater near us no there's a movie theater that's two dollars on tuesdays and sundays 375 uh, every other North Hollywood, maybe yeah, for the LA, that. for any LA listeners out there. there, we run into a lot of comics trying to get those. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to see the uh, Astro stands at Godzilla uh, this fall. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, shit, I know what I'm doing tonight. Welcome to LA. <laughs> two dollars yes, theater, theater, Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> Gotta get it. So, what has Eclipse season brought for? you guys individually collectively i have actually been really liking this eclipse season mercury retrograde period um i was nervous because i do have a capricorn moon and it's not like tight but it's close this you know the eclipses are close to my midheaven and uh moon um but I feel like it's actually been a time where and maybe and I think astrology is absolutely to blame or to be credited for this is that because I know it's Mercury retrograde, I'm I've been prepared that I'm like, okay, I'm going to be stressed for this next month because I'm just going to be busy and not as like, a oh, because it's Mercury retrograde. I'm just like, that's probably going to be what's going on. And I feel like these the eclipses have actually been like really cool 
download times for me because I have been able to be just curious about my reactions to things because I've been prepared to have things that are going to provoke reactions. It's been a lot of like aha moments and like, oh, that's I didn't realize that was what I had been doing all of this time. That's interesting. I can kind of work around that now or oh i i can see that that's something that i need to work on in the future and i think taking some of the not personal like accountability out but i don't have like judgment it's that like judgment thing of like oh this is my fault i'm doing this now with my astrological knowledge i can be like oh this is this is uh we're like in a test time right now so these are like tests that are coming out to work those like emergency uh, broadcasting system things it's like not not that anything's broken it's we're seeing how these things work you know yes definitely i messaged you and colin when you did your ig live um about how i started a new job and my boss quit my first day and um no i mean it's been a real nightmare i'm having some family stuff uh my job <laughs> i mean i don't even know if i should say uh, they're, they're definitely selling the place I work at and haven't told any of the employees. And so it's just stuff like that where I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to move day to day. I don't, it's fine. I, this like, sounds like very important stuff though. It is important, but also I can't make them tell me that they're, so, you know what I mean? I can't like, I already know. So mm -hmm. I'll just continue going to work and like, Trying to do my best, trying to. I be... mean, it doesn't sound like you really need to if you know that they're selling it. Well, I'd like to still work there. Are after you gonna... they sell it? I don't know any of the specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want. To... <laughs> and also, we also, I also don't want to say it because I don't yes. want people to be like, "What?" Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I, if if possible, I'd like to stay there after. All right, let's talk. So, we'll talk when we're yes, not. Yes, but it's just there's just a lot of like unknown and known, and I'm like, uh, like Se do you know secrets. which access? in your chart these eclipses are illuminating it would it would be um, your first to seventh your 12th i think it's my third, third. house oh, okay. and yeah third. it's your moon that's in cancer yes and also um the advice that you guys gave me on the ig live was really really it really helped me especially because that day i was like i don't want to i don't want to walk in the door they don't care about me i don't why should i whatever and i was like it, the advice you gave me was like really succinct. It was like just like you. I know it's Mercury retrograde shadow. Just go. You're okay. Aww. And and like you know, find your foundation. You're gonna be fine. Yeah, so. I remember that question because that was like a, that's a very classic. Like, oh damn, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like this is what's going on. Um, yeah, it's been kind of like. I, again, it's like also I don't know what's really awful or what's like my like emotional core feeling what's awful. I've like had so much like physical depression and anxiety during this time, which usually like my regular depression anxiety is never like bo like bodily, but it's also like very much like in my stomach. So I wonder if it's like this cancer at first seven. Yeah. Capricorn-y, opposite-y, like what have you. So I'm just like feeling like real anxious all the time, but I'm also like not returning to a toxic work environment as well so it's like i'm I, I never knew how physically adverse to risk i am like and now i'm like feeling like no but money and this and and schedules and it's like sometimes i i always bitch about wanting more free time to create more free time to like take this podcast further more free time to like you know write for things to do this and then it's like when that time comes it's just like my body's like Ugh! 
like I just it's so physical um so that's you know that's what's going on with me over here. well I will say that time is the most precious commodity of all ain't it the and truth. it like my quality of life has improved so much more than I could have ever even imagined by giving myself more time by not cramming my schedule and by not working um in places that I hate mm-hmm. so I if if these and Capricorn is the timekeeper of the zodiac. So if these eclipses are doing anything, it's going to show you where time is not being well spent. And then by next eclipse round, which we're going to have December 26 and January 10th, 2019 and 2020, you're going to be able to start making big changes surrounding your time. So right now you're being you're becoming aware of it. And then next step is implementing it and changing it i'm also a 10th house moon too so i feel like it's very like emotional with work with value is very like it's always like i can do any job but also like i hate most people like i'm like oh like how do i how do you that that urge to become your own boss but also that tourist ability of wanting just like comfort and money and same with the cancer stuff like wanting just like like all like the the easy which is like sucks but then there's that like gut core thing that's like but you don't want that like it's just like it's so like punching me in the gut so it's like oh, i guess i have to listen to this yeah yeah oops. you do oops you do sorry how's your eclipses um it's been what it's a just terrible never, question it's just, that i asked it's just never ending <laughs> yeah. these eclipses because okay i'm a pisces moon mm-hmm. so way back in the day during the virgo pisces eclipses i was like man this is really hitting me because i'm a pisces moon <laughs> and then next round it was leo and aquarius eclipses mm-hmm. and then i was like i'm leo and aquarius south and north node so i was like man this is really and i'm a fucking leo so yeah. i was like this is really hitting me and now i'm a capricorn rising uh, so i'm like these eclipses are really hitting me uh-huh. so next Starting next year in the Gemini and Sagittarius eclipses, I actually am going to get a break and I'm really excited about it. I feel like this is, these are the last eclipses that are just like dragging me, mm-hmm. um, but I know the end is near and yeah. that is great. Is there a realm that you feel like they're illuminating for you? Or no, they it's just they go, they're going all around the wheel, mm-hmm. hitting all the different places they should hit. Um, now I'm dealing with like physical illness mental illness Mm -hmm. all of these things you know on the familial line taking my grandma to the hospital Uh, mm -hmm. dealing with my own like getting myself to the doctor Mm -hmm. making sure that i'm attending to my needs Uh, you just just reminded me that it's coming eclipses are coming for me this next cycle (laughs) because i've been like i mean they're already they're already on my on my shit but I, mean, I don't know. I feel like eclipses are a thing. I'm pretty good at not at not being like gloom and doom about astrology stuff, but I don't know. It's been. I mean, I'm trying really hard to do stuff, and it's like yesterday I ordered contacts <laughs> for a prescription that expires August. <laughs> like literally, I waited a whole entire year. 15 days I have left until the prescription would have, I would have wasted it. I never ordered them. Mm-hmm. But you did it. A year it. ago, finally. But you but did it's, it. It's you like it. stuff like that where I'm like, oh yeah, like all this retrograde and eclipse stuff, even though it's like kind of wah wah, it's like at least I finished. Like yeah. mm. at least whatever it is, like pushed me to do that. Uh-huh. And it, like, yeah, that's like physical health stuff, but 
I mean, come on, mm-hmm. fifteen days. I had three hundred and sixty. But you did it. But you didn't let it expire. I mean, to me, like mm-hmm. maybe that's just because I live in that world of being like, I have twenty hours left. Like I need to do this right mm-hmm. now. I work like best on deadlines. I work best when I'm under the gun. So to me, it's like that makes sense. Yeah, I'm like fifteen days. I'm like you had a lot of wiggle yeah, work. Wow, that's, <laughs> half, that's half a month. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. You have time to have placed the wrong order. Yeah. And still yeah, get that it means back. I was using old contacts for a whole year. Okay, that is I, crusty. I don't, I don't, know. Know. I don't what use contacts. Do with those I don't know. Yeah, I they don't. Like I, I don't wear contacts, but that's. I'm glad you got new ones. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't like old. They were just boxes that weren't. You know what yeah. I mean? That hadn't been used. I wasn't like wearing the same pair for a year. <laughs> I want you guys to know I'm optically healthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, in when we release this episode. This will have already passed. This is my yes. favorite thing because I'm a Pisces moon. So I love this like time travel shit yeah. that we can do on podcasts. It's yes. the future. So you're listening to this in the future. In the past, in the future, we're about to do an awesome uh, event together, which I'm really excited yes. about. Yes. And it's for my book starring you. And you guys are going to be hosting it. And it's going to be fabulous. And now in the future, we can now retroactively apply all of the things that are going on to see how did it go? Yes. So TBD. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or it was so fun. It was yes. great. Oh my God. We, it was packed also. You and guys I, all looked so cute. Oh, oh my yeah. God. You were just a vision. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe that we ended up all wearing very similar things, but look, so we cute. just did it. And ah, it I love just, that. Uh, and so many people had good questions. The Barnes and Noble was bumping. People were grinding. I saw people making out. It was just like, I went to Topshop after. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. No, no problem. Closing. No, I'm glad. No. Is that where you work? No, no. that's at the American. <laughs> but everywhere in Tea. LA is, literally everywhere in LA is closing, so everyone's gonna be like, I don't know where she works. Um, but someone told me that Topshop, all of them in the US are closing and no. that they had a huge sale. I think it's over. I'm what? not sure. I know that was happening at the American. Are you not, talking I'm, from it, the future or from the past? <laughs> are they cl- when are they closing? I think they might already be closed right now while we're recording this. I could be wrong. It could be a totally different store. <laughs> oh uh, my god! But someone told me someone that they were like, "I got all it. this um, like cute stuff, really discounted." I'm like, "You really could have let me know when it was happening instead of after." Yeah. All right, we're getting on Twitter okay. right after this. Well, Demi- we we yeah. gotta go. Do the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> solve this mystery. Yes. So we're going on um, a spree. So where can we find you, ladies? Um, well, you can find me personally. I'm at Julia Logan on. All the platforms at A S I L N O U X. And I'm at spaghetti underscore witch on all the other things. And then we're just us. What's your sign podcast? What's your sign podcast on Insta? We do have flame memes and things, and we share other people's stuff. And you can find episode info there. Uh, and Twitter, we have a weird handle. Just Google, just Google what's your sign. We're on all the podcast platforms. And uh, yeah, that's it. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank Thank you. you. It's so good to see you. I'm glad we can connect again. And that, like, you've been so welcoming to us in this little astro world that we had no idea what uh, that even looked like. And now we're in it, and it's beautiful. So thanks for. You're welcome anytime. You're welcome forever and all eternity. (laughs) Love it. Bye. Bye.